Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. I sense the presence of a greater evil. Check, check, one, two. Okay, is it recording? Good. Welcome to your reckoning, baby! Hey, Scotty, what's up? I'm coming back. Oh, got a toot, hold on. The audio fun bag is brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. And now, we kick it. Yo-Yo Fun Bag, Hour 2. Sports! The Aggressive Sports Hour. Two sports! I like sports. Let's get physical. Matt Lear taking care of us all the way to 8 o'clock. So one more hour of the Fun Bag. We do have some very sportsy stuff planned for you in the second hour. But... Is this Dua Lipa? Let's get physical. Yeah, this is my girl. I'm all into her right now. Sorry. Who dropped... Was it Steve West that dropped you off a magazine? Yeah, Steve West is the only one that uses newspapers and magazines. And he he knew that I'm into Dua Lipa. So he just brings me the Rolling Stone, which I didn't even know they made anymore. I don't know if it comes across on air. Westy's like an amazing dude. Like He's such a cool, amazing dude. Like I've said, he is the guy that can walk into any town and, like, the town will, all everyone down will wave goodbye, like, bye, Westy. Like, he improved their lives somehow. Westy used to drop off in someone's mailbox that still works here. He used to drop off a Playboy every week in there is when he would get done with it. So, Jay Chad? It's a pretty good guess. <laughs> Just going to leave it at that. You want some of my uh, Nick Cellini Lunchable, by the way? Look at that. Oh, have you gone over to the Nick Cellini diet plan? No, this is my wife telling me that I'm fat, so I have, like, cashews and... Craisins, but you have like started being like I'm gonna eat a little differently, right? <laughs> it's it's such a sad little lunchable of it, it really cheese is. and nuts. It's like here, here you're gonna love I'm this. I'm a scavenger. Awesome. All right, I'm really excited about this segment. Let's start e news. When entertainment news breaks, I guess we feel obligated to talk about it. If you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. Time for entertainment news. I've been so excited about doing this segment all day. So this is called Inus? 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 Yeah. <laughs> is that what you said? We're going to call it Inus. Inus. Okay. So I want to start by taking everybody back to, I believe, two years ago. 2019. It was the kickoff of the Georgia season. It was in Nashville. And, of course, we're over, having a good time, doing the rooftop bar thing, doing our show. And at the time... It was you and I live in Nashville, Matt and Chuck live in Atlanta. Correct. And so they would randomly throw to us, and we would come on, the whole crowd would go crazy, and we'd get everybody pumped up. But we had a group of, it was a bachelorette party that rolled through. All of Nashville is a bachelorette party. It's just typical Nashville, right? It's always a bachelorette party. Well, we had had the bride come up on stage, and we talked to her for a minute. She was really boring. Yeah, she was very plain. I mean... She was, she was the prettiest girl in the group, but she was very boring. There's girls with no inhibitions. This girl had all the inhibitions. So then we met Kelsey, her friend. Yeah, we did. And we had asked, hey, who is the drunkest of your friends? And she was like, oh, it's, that's Kelsey. So we brought Kelsey up. <laughs> this is what that sounded like. And, and the term, the term is the key thing. I learned a term called F-boy that day. Well, you didn't learn that term. You learned the real one. Here was our interaction with Kelsey. Kelsey, married? 
No, single. You just Absolutely offer? single. Boyd just asked. Oh. oh, newly single. When did this happen? Oh, not newly. Okay, never mind. Wait, I, wait. I thought it was newly single. Were you married or were you just dating? I've been dating boys. Oh! oh, oh okay. You can't throw that one on out. The in fact. Can I not say that? No, no. you cannot. This what is not a podcast. So that was Kelsey. <laughs> That we had to scold. She was awesome. For saying F-boy, okay? Live now, on the air. Now, I didn't know really what that was. Like, I had to be like, okay, somebody explain this to me. I've been I've been married for 15 years. I'm not in that game anymore of like, oh, what are the young people doing? It's kind of like when you're 13 or 14 and your friends are telling you about certain things and you kind of go along with it. And I can maybe figure out what that is based on what you said. So HBO Max has dropped a new trailer that's like two and a half minutes and this sort of TV is geared right towards Matt Chernoff to Brian Hoyt. Yeah. This, you're going to hear the audio. This is a show called F-Boy Island. It is a reality show. This is what it, the trailer sounds like. I've got like the first 40 seconds worth of it. Women have been forced to tolerate the manipulative douchebaggery of F-Boys for far too long. And that's why we're here. Welcome to F-Boy Island. Ladies, the three of you are hoping to find love in this tropical paradise. I'm over the players. I'm at a point in my life where I'm ready for love. What you should know, there are 24 men. 12 of them are nice guys. The other 12 self-proclaimed F-boys. Bro, bruh, bro, bro, bruh. He's really cute, but he looks like he's going to ruin my life. <laughs> so so they have these three women there, and they're beautiful. You've seen the, the trailer. Oh, no, I'm watching the trailer now. And they're, they're all beautiful, by, by the, the way. way. They're all surrounded by 24 of, like, the most hunky, abby kind of men you can imagine. No, this makes me want to work out. But I don't really. But it makes me want to look at them. So here's the fun part about this. The way the show is set up, you can get $100,000 if you can be one of the guys selected. There are 12 self-proclaimed F-boys. So that's the F-boys. That's their reason to get selected and to trick them into thinking I am the nice guy. Right. And there's 12 actually nice guys that are looking to find love. And so the idea is... You've got the F-boys trying to play the game as hard as possible, and the women are trying to figure out, that's an F-boy. And, and they vote him out of there. Now, of course, they could actually be voting off one of the nice guys, and then that it just increases the numbers. This is fantastic. So it's like Temptation Island, but not at all like Temptation Island. Like you're, The you, only three people looking for love are the girls. Right. No, no, no. There's 12 men looking for love. There's three girls looking for love. There's 12. There are not 12 men looking for love. There are not 12 men looking for love. Well, I would say this. They all say they're interested in a relationship. And there's some guys on there that you just know. Look at the abs on that dude. Like there's one of these guys. Like one of the, 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 one of the women tell him like, you look like a guy who has two cell phones, (laughs) you know, one, one for you and one that you keep for, you know, the, the hookups. So there's some of them that are very obviously F-boy, which, these again, guys, I hadn't heard that term until two years ago. These guys are so bros, by the way. They are so bros right now. I'm talking tattoos exactly where you think they would be, around the bicep, around the abs. Oh, they they fit every stereotype of just bro. This is 
This is Real World Temptation Island Bachelorette, and you've kicked it up like nine notches. With the money involved. This I mean, is- could you, if you were that guy, and let's just say in, in a different world, you're all Abby. Dude, I'd be this right now. You're like 6'3". You're just gorgeous. You, you Like, your hair's the same, but like you actually shave. <laughs> Thank okay? you. So the hair still looks good. How hard would you lie to these women to get $100,000 and maybe actually sleep with one of them? Dude, I lied to women all the time back in Athens, and it didn't matter. Right. Because guess what I was? That wasn't for $100,000. That was just for, hey, it's Thursday. Listen, there's a trail of tears all over Dallas-Fort Worth, okay? (laughs) Trust me, there was a time, and I'm like, no, she's got to go. She ain't getting a phone call. What is this on? HBO Max. Okay. Is Is it out yet? July 28th, I believe. I think we're two weeks away. Because we did love is... 29th. I love that we keep ramping this up, by the way. We did Love is Blind, where you had to talk behind a stupid wall, and that was was all about the psychiatry of of what goes on in a woman's mind and a man's mind when they can't see the physical nature of the being. Now, this is all about just sex this and debauchery. Trying, this is all just trying to trick them. That's this is awesome. This is 12 dudes that are like, I don't want anything to do with you beyond what I want to get from you and get my 100 grand. What? He looks like he's going to ruin my life. That's absolutely right. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a lot of those dudes on here. So are you in? 100% I'm in. See, you were, you were concerned. You were ask, actually telling me, like, oh, is this segment going to be like a bunch of different stories? I'm like, no, it might just be one thing. It might just be all about the F-boys. Although, by the way, I, I do want to point out, too. So we did get the Emmy nominations. Okay. All right, so. I don't watch movies. You watch shows. This is all for TV. Oh, never mind. Continue. Okay. So here's what you got as far as a rundown. Programs with five or more nominations. The Crown. Did you take in any of that? My wife watched it. I, Did she like it? She loved it. I have problem. That's the British one, and its British accents throw me off. I don't know why. But you love Guy Ritchie movies. I do love Guy Ritchie movies. Have you watched The Gentleman yet? I, it, it's, I'm telling I hate you. you. I'm, nope, I hate I you. I will get it in this week. You have 40 different streaming services. Yes, oh, and I, I don't that one. And I don't have Showtime, and I need Showtime in order to access it. I'll, I'll, I'll get a hold of it. I'll throw you five bucks, dude. Listen, I'm going to end up watching the NBA Finals tonight. I don't know if I'll be able to work it in. Here's the problem with these games. All I'm hearing are excuses. I can't be highly intoxicated and watch a Guy Ritchie movie. That doesn't work. I'm not doing a topic tomorrow on Buck's Sons. You know what I want to do a topic on? The Gentleman. All right. The Mandalorian had 24 nominations. Did you consume any of it? No. It's good. Like, it's fun. It's like a Western. It's like a space Western. I I don't do well with the Star Wars spinoffs. Okay, fine. I Why? why but t- you... Why taint what's already good? You like Rogue One. I loved Rogue One. That's different. That was a movie. This is the next best thing that I would say is a Star Wars product. What if I told you it was that? It's hard for me to get into the bounty hunter side of things. Isn't it all bounty hunter stuff and baby yogas? Yogas? Yodas. I think you mean Yodas. And that is, no, (laughs) it's not baby Yoda. Yeah, there is a baby Yoda. And besides, then you need a little Mando in your life. What? I don't. Just uh, a little Mando. I think it's Lando. Lando Calrissian? No, the Mandalorian. Mando. Oh, my bad. Uh, WandaVision with 23. You, no, you don't even no. watch anything Marvel, really. But I was shocked to find out that was Mary-Kate and Ashley's sister. Yeah. I had Elizabeth no, Olsen. I had no idea. I, all I remember coming in was, was saying to you, she's very, very attractive. Lear, The Crown, Mandalorian, WandaVision. I gave The Crown one season. But then it, it just got slow. Mandalorian, I got all of it. And I didn't like Bounty Hunters either, but that one was just, it was different. It was awesome. See, that's another endorsement. And what was the other one? WandaVision. Oh, yeah, yeah. All day. I don't take anything Lear says. How about, how about The Handmaid's Tale? Lisa, my, watch that one. My I'm wife not... is into that. That's 21 that they got there. Overall, let's see. 
Warner Media combined no. HBO and HBO Max edged Netflix for the most nominations among the networks. You know what's not going to win an Emmy? F Boy. And that's the kind of stuff I watch. He looks like he's going to ruin my life. I am going to ruin her life. I want to ruin all their lives. Do you want to go work out right now? I want to watch that trailer again and just get some closet time. I, all you need to do is just change. I mean, you're already doing the work. Just change the diet up a little bit and you could be an F boy within like six months. Do me a favor. Why don't you stop talking about what I told you not to talk about? How about you do that? I asked you one thing. By the way, you couldn't help but run your mouth the next day to Buck Baloo. Then you run your mouth. All right, Hoyt started working out. There you go. Cat's out of the bag. Thanks a lot. I didn't say it. But you couldn't help but run your mouth, and then you brought it up twice in the last 10 minutes. I said you're putting work in. That's all. What did people think putting work in was going to mean? You might be dancing. Yeah. We're back to baby yoga. I'm doing baby yoga. Me and my baby are doing yoga together. Me and my two-year-old. All right, coming up next, just go ahead and give him all the monies because it's going to work out better in the long term. You're frustrating me. We are not making it to four shows. That's coming up next right here on the Audio Fun Bag. Dancing in the kitchen. Hello, America. It's Audio Fun Bag, Lois and Hoyt. I'm the number one station in America. Matt Lear doing his thing as well. We'll be taking you to 8 o'clock, making audio love to you. Do you know what we're doing tomorrow, by the way? Uh, yeah, we're raising money for Camp Twin Lakes. We are, but that's not what I was going to focus on. We're closing. Yeah, that kind of <laughs> just dawned on me. So? So do we have to do the drum roll and the tote board and, like, you have to you have to do it professional enough at the end that it can run as a promo later on and a big thank you to everybody who helped donate to Camp Twin Lakes. May I tell you that I this was encouraging to me. I think they need to have Matt stay for our show because we're not professional enough to handle something like this. We're actually not really on the, the official timeline. Oh, thank God. I mean, the official timeline has, let's see. Um, broadcast ends at 7. All right. Wait, we're on at 7. Yeah, so, no, we are doing it. <laughs> Dang it. I'm wrong. And we're out at um, we're out at the Bally's platform out here in the yeah, battery? Yeah, we'll be right out in the middle of the battery. You'll be able to come by and say hi, and we'll talk to you. All right, if you donate and you show your receipt. Yes, make you call in, make your donation, have your email receipt. We will drink beers in the battery with you. Yes. On the air. Yes. All right. Or maybe even after the show. I mean, yeah. it, is, it is a Thursday. Lisa hates when I get home late from the battery. Because it's never, it's never good. No, it's 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 never before one o'clock either. It's nah. it is kind of funny how there is very few times where you've left this place late and it's been good for you. No, there's never been a good time that I've <laughs> left this place. Like I try to explain to her, I'm like, honey, at least I was responsible and I slept on the couch here. You didn't come home. I had to watch the chill. There's nothing worse than coming home at like ten o'clock and knowing that you're ten o'clock in the morning. And knowing that your wife woke up with the kids, put the kids down, didn't oh, know yeah. where you were. And I was like, I was responsible. I stayed at the station. I have my mom in town right now. She's kind of helping out with the child care because my wife is in Vegas this whole week. The, the bigger problem is not the kids. It's the dog. Oh, I thought you were going to say your mom's going out. No. yeah, <laughs> she's, she's hitting the town. It's, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> she's getting real out there. No, the bigger problem is since we have, and the, and the dog's eight months old. It's not like it's like a total puppy. Mom, I told you to be home by two. But I came home the other day, and it was after we were done with the show. So I roll in the door like 8.30, 8.40. She's swiping left. My dog is going wild. And she's like, she gets to, my mom, she gets really hyper. I'm like, it's because she has to use the restroom. And sure <laughs> enough, like, and so and so I, I, I go to use the restroom real quick. Does your dog use a toilet? No. Oh. 
But I come out of the restroom and I'm getting ready to like take her out through the basement. She's already pooed. Oh. So for the first time, uh, let's see, since she was like three days old, she used the bathroom inside. And that was just because my mom didn't take her out. So now. Bad I, pinky. No, bad mom. Oh, okay. My, my mom needs to take her outside more. So, yeah, I've, I've got to run home after this as quickly as possible, not because of kids, because of the dog. Because of poop. Exactly. It's a little bit of a problem. All right, coming up in five minutes, the Georgia October surprise for Brian Hoyt. You have a surprise for me? Yes, I do, and it's a Georgia one. Okay. It'll make you man. very happy. But, so the story's been out there. The multitude of teams that do have an interest in John Collins, and based off of what he was able to do in the playoffs, and I know it wasn't always consistent, but... You did have a guy who has the regular season numbers who shot 39% from three-point range this year. That's that's the next level of the stretch four in the NBA yep. who plays above the rim. That pretty much screams $25 million, $30 million a year player. And I know you may not see John Collins that way because he wasn't a lottery pick, but he's turned into a lottery-quality guy. To me, he's the kind of guy that Chris Middleton has turned into. That the dependable other now he's not he's ain't that every game, but Chris Middleton's capable of that stuff. John Collins is capable of that stuff. And that was the part that I was gonna bring up. At least during the playoff run, he would disappear. And whether it was fouls or whether he was just not there mentally, he would disappear. And it's hard for me, and I know it's not fair to judge a guy on a max deal. He's a max player. No, it, it's a different level max. Correct. It's not NBA all-team max. But it's hard for me to wrap my brain around maxing out a guy who does disappear sometimes. That's a weird scenario to play out for a team. What do you think about Chris Middleton right now with the Bucs? Because he does the exact same thing. I think you saw it in the Eastern Conference Finals, what he was. Because he was he's able to turn it on at times where you just go, Yeah, when he could take oh. over a fourth quarter when Giannis wasn't in? How about that? He did that. Now, let me tell you, he's a 29-year-old player who's been around in this league who now makes, let's see, this year, $33 million, then 35 then 37 then $40 million. But you can justify it after seeing the numbers he's been putting up. But I'm telling you, he even disappears at times. He just, like, I know he, he did what he did against the Hawks. He's also disappeared in the NBA Finals, too. And I guess that's my issue is I'm living in the bubble of what just happened in the Eastern Conference Finals, and, and that goes for John, and that goes for Middleton as well. That's the kind of thing that you just deal with when you're not talking about the NBA superstar, the guy that every single night, I always say it, greatness delivers every single night. The rest of these guys, like for $33 million, Chris Middleton delivered, let's see, game two, 11 points. Okay, ain't all that crazy about winning that game when you when your guy scores 11 points. I'm just saying the, the big summation of all of this ends up being that if you're going to tell me how Minnesota wants him. San Antonio, Miami, Dallas. You know what? You don't let them set it. You give him the contract you want to give him because if you decide to move him down the road, it's easier than if you have one of these other teams put some poison pills in his deal. Can I ask a question as the naive basketball cap guy? Yeah, sure, sure. What is the option if you don't max him? You let him go and you open up about $6 million in space. For what? And that's what I'm asking. Nothing of anywhere near the same quality. And that's... $6 million will get you about a hamburger and a guy that plays about seven minutes a night. And that's the catch-22 of it, right? That is, because you don't get to take $20, 25000000 million and apply it somewhere else. That's not the way the NBA cap works. You're able to use this money and go above your salary cap, but in terms of the space you would gain if he's not here, it's not a significant amount of money. And that's the issue I run into. So just based solely off that, does it change next year, the following year after that? 
do I get more cap space or am I still working with six million off that? No, what, what happens is this. Here's here's how it plays out. The NBA salary cap is like an accordion. Okay. When all of your players are young, it's flat. Okay? It's totally flat. I'm doing the accordion thing right. As now. your guys get older, it stretches, 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 stretches. All right. Now, it can stretch infinitely for if your own roster. If you're willing to pay over if it. If you're willing to pay over it. Like Golden State has paid a crazy amount of money for the uh, the length that they were a competitive, great basketball team. They were spending $300 million. I mean, it was nuts how high they were above the cap and how long. Because you in the NBA, you have penalties based off the number of years that you're over the salary cap, that you're into the luxury tax, actually, is what I should say. Because you can go over the salary cap but stay under the luxury tax. Golden State went so far into the tax that their roster might cost you 150 million and the tax was also 150 million on it. That's 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 where I say you can expand as much as you want to keep your own roster, guys you draft, you can go as high as you want. It's that you can't go get a bunch of other guys cuz all you have then are exceptions. Then if that's the case it makes sense for me to max him out. Yeah. To <laughs> give him that deal. Let me let me tell you what 6 million dollars in the league okay. gets you. This I'm, is what I wanted to hear. Can you get a Derrick Rose? Possibly, but he made eight million last year. Uh, six million in the league. Here are guys that are living right around six million. Uh, I'm trying to find guys that are on second contracts because that's the problem. You've got a whole lot of guys that are like Mo Bamba's of the world or a Kongwu makes five point eight. Uh, let's see, Dennis Smith Jr. is at five point six, but he's still on his first contract. Trey Lyles, huh? Trey Lyles is not on his first contract. He's making five point five million dollars. That's that's the kind of place. Uh, Rodney Magruder huh? makes $5.1 million uh, as a 29-year-old shooting guard for Detroit. Uh, Mike Scott, the power forward who was here at one point, makes $5 million. So you see, this is what this is the range of what $5 million gets you. It gets you Enos Cantor. It doesn't get you 17 and 7. So when you put it in terms like that, it doesn't feel as bad saying, I'm okay maxing out John Collins. I'm going to give him his deal. I'm, I'm going to keep it moving from there because the alternative is the problem. Now, the reason why I say do the deal Get it on your terms, because at that point, if you decide to trade him, there are no poison pills in it. There's no uh, trade kickers, or there's no restrictions, or there's nothing that because the the problem that you would want that you would try to avoid is if San Antonio was to give him a deal, or Dallas, or Miami, or Minnesota, Minnesota, that has all sorts of craziness in there that makes it to where even if you said, okay, I'm matching that, now you're stuck with him on the roster for like three years, and you can't move him. Like that that's the sort of stuff they can do. They can put that in the contract and you have to honor those terms. But if you max him by himself on, you your, terms, on your terms, you can move you him can, wherever you can and do when... whatever you want. You all you have is just basically because it's not a sign and trade deal, but you typically have a restriction on how long you can wait before you can move a guy. And then you can kick him to Minnesota for Carl Anthony Towns. A year down the road when some when put it this way. Then the Wolves can get whoever when, they when, want. When Zion is very upset. Next summer in New Orleans. When he's very, I think he's getting there already. You can say, hey, I got a piece. Let's make a deal here. Because you can't do it without a guy who's making significant money and a guy who has some value around the league. And that's why you do it. You can't go get Zion with $6 million in cap space. As I've said, I'm naive when it comes to this. You've convinced me. Thank you. I'm giving him the money right now. I feel like I have hopefully made it a point to the audience for everyone to go, you know what? That does make a lot more sense. Mr. Wrestler. Do I call him Mr. Wrestler or Tony? Mr. Tony Wrestler. Mr. Tony Wrestler. Sign the check. Take care of the man. (laughs) So I was reading an article. This is off one of the fan-sided sites, and and I should really 
say this young man's name, and I'm going to. I'm going to find it so I can give him some love just because it, it sparked an idea in me. Can you not pronounce it or you just can't find it? No, I just don't have the email right in front of me. It's really lazy on your part. Oh, I've, I've got it. Hold okay, on. good. Here we go. So this is fan-sided. This is Peyton Wilkerson. Okay. He's got some followers. He's He takes. He's got a picture of like uh, out in front of, let's see. It could be a like, girl. He's like a Braves gear. Peyton yeah. is a woman's name as well. It's a dude's name too. Okay. So he had just made the point about a couple of little surprise things that could happen to Georgia, and, and th- there was a typical one. Georgia's going to win the national title. Georgia this. And I was like, no, nah, I don't care about that. <laughs> I, I hang out with Hoyt enough to I hear know. all this. I was, like, I was like, I'm looking for the meat <laughs> on the bone. I'm not, I'm not getting caught up in your silliness. But there was one thing that was out there, and I think it's a nice reminder. Remember when George Pickens went down, and the discussion point coming out of Athens was, all right, listen, it's torn, but there's no other damage. There was nothing else that happened to the knee because uh, you dealt with how many things did you have go wrong with your ACL tear? Uh, it didn't take the first time. And so we had to do that one again. And it was the ACL and the MCL and the LCL. That's a major that's that's full on wild damage. See you in a year. He was just an ACL. He was just an ACL. And so they had talked about there wasn't a whole lot of uh, there wasn't really any other damage to the leg. They Correct. were like they were pretty impressed with it. Are you about to say what I think you're going to say? You might get him back in October. Like, there's a possibility because when you think about he needs to be able to show the NFL that he can run again. And I think that it's a real possibility that by the later portion of the season, you might have a guy who's already been working out and could possibly get back on the field for you in a playoff-type scenario. So you're giving me the Jalen Waddle approach, basically. Yeah. The October surprise. You went, went, huh? I wish you wouldn't have even talked about this because it would be so much of a better surprise if – I heard in September, hey, George is rehabbing now, and he's. I see an Instagram post of just him running. Remember when I saw, and Chuck gives me so much crap about this, Zamir White running in the sand, and I was like, look at Zeus! He's amazing right now! He still makes fun of you. Yeah, I know. He makes fun of me about a lot of things. The The concern I would have is guys are not those guys, and we saw it with Nick Chubb, and granted, Nick Chubb's was gruesome. That was a completely different kind of tear. Nick was never the same guy the year after. In that North Carolina game in the Dome, we were in the Dome, yeah. Yeah. He was that guy. The rest of the season, he never looked like the same guy. And then we got to 17, and you finally started to see the old Nick Chubb in hell. Now he's in the NFL, and you're like, that's, that's our the, guy. That's, that's the kid that's I knew. One. That's the exact one. It would be great to have him out there. I don't know what you. I don't know if he would be the same George Pickens. That's number one. Number two, what's his incentive? Because if it's me, selfishly, and guys are selfish, sorry, I'm getting ready for the draft. Honestly, I think you have to run. Like, I think you need to show people that if you're healthy enough. I've got tape. I still got to see you run. I've got tape. You've seen enough out of me. You personally have seen enough out of George Pickens to know what he is. You You don't know him running at the speed, but you know what George Pickens is. Can I tell you what I see? Yeah. A pretty dynamic play above the defense four seven athlete. The play above the defense is the key, by the way. We talk about that kid's range. I, I left 4-7 for a reason. Mm. Because now I'm Alshon Jeffrey. If I lose a step, it's over with. Because you're not running by people. You're you, Typically, he's jumping over people. But if you can show me. You're that, also not playing 5-11 corners, basically, out there as well in the NFL. So I think you need to be able to come back and run. <sighs> show everybody you can run. I don't like you getting my hopes up like this. It's not hopes up. It's more of this is in the best interest of him that ties into your interest. I'm not saying this from a uh, 
oh, you got to have him back. Oh, it's uh, crazy. You, you won't be able to win without him. It's like, no, it's not that desperate. What I'm saying is this could be a cherry on top that's in his best interest to get healthy to be able to at least have a couple games at the end of the year. That was what happened with Waddle. So Waddle missed. It was October 24th the injury happened. And remember, he was suiting up and trying things out on the sideline for the national championship game. And everybody's like, is it decoy? Is it not? Or whatever. He was in a position. Granted, I'm not a specimen, an athlete like either one of those guys are. <laughs> Took me like 11 months. Dear Lord, I was about to say. I'm a specimen. I was still in a wheelchair that quickly afterwards. <laughs> They're like, sir, you can walk. I'm like, no, I can't. The leg is bad. Cut it off. I used to hear you do your whimpers as when you were doing your stretches. Well, you have to break the scar tissue. And so every time I would. And all you would hear Hoy is he would be breaking his scar tissue going, going. Granted, I tore three more ligaments than George Pickens did. Right. So there's a possibility. It's a real possibility. I'm not getting my I'm not getting my hopes up. You're not going to do this to me. You always try to get my hopes up just to make me cry. That's been the entire fun bag. If you've never listened to the podcast, Los enjoys to get Hoyt to cry. It's a really cool segment. That's a new segment. Get Hoyt to cry. And we just have people call in. Just have you tear up a little bit? Oh, your ex-wife is on the line. Oh, it's your dead father. Thanks, Los. Wow. Hey, if anybody knows his ex-wife, can you? <laughs> I just want to see how he reacts. Because I can't get you, your father. That That's not going to happen. Thanks. But the, the Nope, you've made it uncomfortable already. The ex-wife. You've is made out it there. uncomfortable already. Help me. Dump this? Help me, Atlanta. <laughs> Help make my dream come true. So I want to finish up talking about Coach O. Because I really need this hot seat discussion to actually be happening. I'm just staring at the phone screener right now. Just in case <laughs> it's gonna pop up and just say like Wendy on it. I was just guessing. Good guess. I didn't remember exactly. I don't remember the names of your ex wives. You say wives? Multiple? <laughs> no, nah, just one dog. Continue. Just, just waiting. So Coach O, the idea of him being on the hot seat, obviously after a 5-5 five and five season, and they're looking to get back into things, but you got a lot hanging over him in terms of some of the Title IX issues and what's going on over at LSU, and I've realized I think I need him out of my life, in part because I need Buck to stop. <laughs> this has nothing <laughs> to actually do with Coach O. Because now I've turned it into that moment where I'm just I, I just want to like jump out of the window. I'm like I'm like oh no, Coach O is back, and I realize the only reason that we have an LSU thing going on is like oh Buck wants Buck wants to do it again. This is your fault because you began because I thought because it was hilarious. It we were amazed us at the beginning. We were like Buck's doing voices. This is incredible. It was honestly there's two things that have shocked me from working with Buck Baloo. The fact that he loves entertainment news so much that he knew all the. I, who was it that he brought up? He knew who Jamie Foxx was dating. Uh-huh. And we, Kincaid did not at the we time. We all were like, he's what? And and he was like, yeah, that's that's who he's been running around with. We're like, it was like Katie Holmes. We're like, whoa, we had no idea. And the fact that he's really good at doing Coach O. Now he needs to die. <laughs> Coach O needs to go. Oh, I thought, very, you, very impressive. I thought you meant Buck needs to die. No, was, no, I need Coach O out of my life. This is like when your child curses for the first time when they're like five and they say their first curse word but you're not supposed to laugh or think it's funny because you don't encourage it you're going to enable them and you did this originally yes, so this is it, on you it cracked us up you and i were like high-fiving laughing like hyenas like we we're like oh my god and now here's what's happened buck i enjoy the voice personally here's what's happened lear your thoughts i like it i think it, he's very good at it kiss but asses. It, is, <laughs> it is redundant both of you are kiss asses no i love you buck here's what's happening though 
You're talking about my national championship quarterback, by the way. Don't you say a disparaging word about him. No, I, and I love this man, okay? Doesn't sound like it. Why are we'll you talk. winking? Doesn't sound like it. Now, but here's the problem that we run into now. Buck was one of the first people that talked about Joe Burrow and the development of Joe Burrow and what he was doing and how he was like, he can have a big season this year. I mean, Joe, Joe had a monster year that nobody saw coming, but Buck had an inkling. He was like, he looks like he's kind of turning the corner. I think he could, he could have a big year. Because he didn't have a Coach O voice, he clearly said all of that and told us all about it. Now, Buck is so interested in getting in the Coach O voice that he just buries the good information. Like, he, don't even, he doesn't even get to it. He just gets a Coach O. So for about a year, every email had Trevor Lawrence in it. Do you remember that? It was maybe yes. Trevor's freshman year. Hell, it might have started before, no, no, he was it was on, before he was on campus. He was on campus there. And we would always joke that he got it in. Then all of a sudden, I was like... There are a lot of LSU and Baton Rouge stories that continue to come in on Buck's emails, yep. and now you understand why. With Coach O, here's the thing. If he doesn't have Joe Brady, my he, opinion— I don't think he's there. I don't I don't know. He might still be there. He certainly doesn't have the national title ring. He got a six-year, $42 million extension off the 2019 season. It's amazing what a championship can do for somebody. It's incredible. And it, it is that thing that they will always look at him. Because he's one of their own guys and be like, we we brought in one of our own and he got it done. Because I think if there's one thing you can say about Coach O, he is a good delegator. Like that's like, obviously he he has a reputation of being a good recruiter and a good defensive line guy and everything else. But I think, I think he was able to delegate pretty well during that season in order to get that championship. And the hardest thing for a coach to do is to look at Kirby, for example. He has such a problem taking his hands off any everything, part, yeah, every single thing. And Rick got to a point, and it was the downfall of Coach Rick. He took his hands off too much, and he said it. I kind of handed the offense over to Bobo, and I just kind of became the well, the head of a team, basically. But, but that was fine. It wasn't a problem until it was Schottenheimer. That's correct. And Grantham, and, and then Pruitt, and, and everything else, and then the family divided, and Dad had to go. He had to get a new house. <laughs> like how you in Miami compare it to divorce. <laughs> That's what it was. It was a divorce with Coach O. The one thing we heard about them when he was hi- when he was hired in LSU, they wanted somebody that was one of their guys, and that's what they got. And he brought them a national championship. The thing was, they missed. Like they settled on him, and then it worked. Correct. They got Joe Brady. It was a one-time yep. thing that just worked out, and now you're stuck with them. It was the it was the fling that it was awesome. It was hot, and then you wake up the next morning, you're like, why is there a ring on my finger? Oh, oops. September 4th, they'll open up against Southern Cal. But they put a ring on the finger. In the Rose Bowl. Oh, excuse me. They will open up in Southern California against UCLA. So that's the UCLA game. Okay. That's why Frank Duffy's not taking us to Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. He's going to go over there. We'll miss you, Frank. Yeah, that's too bad. All right, coming up next. Generation X has been crapped on over and over again by technology. And unfortunately, it's happening again. That's coming up next on the Audio Fun Bag. I'm on an island. So what you can't understand is that my other senses have intensified to make up for my lack of smell. You so can't I, smell anything. It's still I, I can detect things. Like I know I can tell you something smells, but I can't tell you like I can go like, oh, that's bad. Oh, that's good. But I can't, like, you would be like, oh, it's lavender. I can't do that. I don't know that. You have the nose of a six-year-old, basically. Yeah. Like, my child's taste buds are chicken fingers and fish sticks. Right. That's how my nose works. It's pretty much all either it's butt or, or flowers. That's it. So there's, it's, there's no really in-between. As you just... Oh, no, yeah, take it back. 
weed butt flowers because oh. they're so distinctive. Like those are the only things where I go, oh, okay, like I know what's going on there. So as you just bombed me in here, you know, your nose says bad. I couldn't pick it up. In it the- doesn't mean it's got to be like overwhelming. By the way, it's the audio fun bag with Los and Hoyt. We'll be taking you uh, right up to eight o'clock. By the way, Los just used the air bathroom. Yes, I'm sorry. I, I, I violated. I violated the rule. Um, I saw an article. It's that, your rule, by the way. No, remember the rule that we've had at the radio station to keep your butt in your butt. That's Chuck's rule. That's Chuck's rule, and I violated said rule because we're almost done with the show and I couldn't hold anything anymore. Good. So the morning show will enjoy this. That's right. It's going to be lingering here like a ghost. <laughs> Courtesy Ooh. of Los. Ooh. Fart ghost. What is that? Ooh. What is that smell? Oh, that's Lowe's. Oh, you dropped a fart demon in here. <laughs> All right, so you're telling me that Gen X once again is losing out because of technology? Yeah, we've been crapped on again. So GM has just come out and announced then their 2022 models. They will no longer have CD players in their cars anymore. That's getting to be pretty standard. They are moving to Apple CarPlay and Google Android Auto, which, side note, I have Apple CarPlay in my Volvo. Because you're very rich. I'm very fancy. and uh, Your rich Italian leather that you ride on. It's I think it's like Swedish leather or Norway leather. It's got the flag on there, but I don't know what the flag is. It's blue and yellow. Maybe my, that's Sweden? My doors are made of rich mahogany. It, it, it is mahogany, actually, yes. Anyways, my point is... That thing is awesome, that Apple CarPlay, because the law says I can't have my phone in my hand. So right. what they decided to do was give me a giant screen that is my phone, and now I can touch it and you can't pull me over. So what I have done is, because I have Amazon Prime, like the whatever, the crazy one that allows me to have all the albums and everything else, I can actually just ask Alexa to go ahead and play different albums, and it does it. Did you not want to turn on everybody's? No, I didn't want to. I didn't want to mess with anybody's stuff. If you're listening, thank you. Um, but yeah, that that's one of the things that I do on the way home. I have not had a CD in the car with me for probably seven or eight years. And that's my point. And that's why Generation X has continued to be screwed over. So we are the generation that basically grew up with VHS. Right. Which then turned over to DVDs, which then turned over to hd dvds or blu-ray by the way i got in on the wrong end i went with hd dvds oh, that's all right my mom went with divix she was a bigger loser divix yeah where you actually would buy a cheaper disc and then you had to pay in order to be able to watch it <laughs> so hd dvds i swear it's the future they got backed by the porn industry which by the way that's how vhs ended up beating out betamax is because the porn industry went with vhs so i was like HD DVDs are going to work. This is the future. I we, was called it, we call it adult entertainment, sir. Sorry. <gasps> I was wrong about that. Think about this, though. We are the same generation that had cassette tapes. Yep. Which then went to CDs, which then went to iPods or Zoom or whatever you had. Basically, your music continues to increase in cost for you to keep up with it. Hypothetically, like, I still have VHSs right now. I have Dazzling Dunks and Basketball Bloopers. It was from, like, the 90s. Did Sorry, you ever have that? I, I have the 99 uh, Spurs championship tape. And I'm sure, like, all the Braves fans listening had the team of the decade. Where are you supposed to watch that? Because we don't have VCRs. You either convert it or you have to buy another one. Either way, it costs you money. Exactly, and that's my point. Let's say, hypothetically, all right, you were a kid, Little Mermaid. You bought the Little Mermaid box set as a VHS. Had that, all three of them. There's only one Little Mermaid. What are you talking about? No, they have follow-ups. What? They, trust me, they're like, follows, but they're not the little flounders mermaids. flop. Like what? What are you talking no, about? No, there's additional Little Mermaids. There's only one Little Mermaid. Like, no, it was like straight to video from Disney, Little Mermaid. 
I'm pretty sure that doesn't exist. Anyways, as you look it up, you spent $25 in the late 80s buying your VHS. Then you got the same movie on DVD for 30 bucks in the 90s. Now you spend $9.99 in your streaming service. Los, it's basically cost you $65 for the exact same movie over and over and over again. That's never happened to any other generation except for us. I have an entire book of just CDs. You've seen it in my car. I don't have a CD player. I'm not throwing them away, though, because you know how much I spent on those things back in the day? Like, remember when you would go into someone's apartment? This back in college or whatever. What was the one thing they had next to their entertainment center? Futon? Yeah, futon was what well, was on the far end. But it'd be a, it would be a tower. It was a tower of with, DVDs, with DVDs or CDs. CDs. Yeah. And when you would walk in someone's house, it was the cool. The first thing you would go through is look at all the DVDs they have. And we, sh- we showed it off like it was a collection, like Chuck with his baseball cards. I took all of my DVDs, and I've had probably 40 or 50 DVDs. So, okay. First, I moved them all to a storage area in the basement because they're not necessary anymore, and that's a bummer. And but, that means that I had to... Buy the initial movie, uh-huh. then I upgraded to the DVD, uh-huh. then it turned into what streaming platform I'm having to pay for to have access to it when I want it. And that's or, why, or I bought it from Amazon so that I could I could anytime just digitally stream it. And that's why we continue to get screwed over by technology as this generation. Yes, there have been some good things about technology, but tell me who else has had to go through this? I have to upgrade my phone every year. We've had we had like a stalemate. For like 40 years where the technology did not change. Like vinyl records, this is what it is. This is how it's going to be. And if you got vinyl, you're good. Then over the span of about 30 years, we went into hyperdrive on, no, we're not doing that anymore. No, we're not doing that anymore. No, we're not doing that anymore. And every single one of them kept costing you more and more money. And so, yeah, I'm with you because there's things I have. When I brought up Slippery When Wet from Chuck, oh, no, I had it on a tape. And then I had to have it on a CD. And now I gotta have a streaming service if I ever want to listen to Slippery When Wet from Bon Jovi. And on top of it, you've got to keep buying whatever it plays in. Whether it was the only thing that I enjoyed was the old old school CD player that you could still put in your tape deck. Yep. You would put in the tape that connected to your CD player. I had one. But now you have to continue to buy the technology. Name another generation. Like, look, the generation before us, you guys had Vietnam. The other one had World War II. So what y- yellow, sh- yellow earned. You earned your, your time to have the same technology. The Little Mermaid 2 Return of the Sea. Who is the dude mermaid? There's a dude mermaid? No. If you go to Disney Plus. Ariel has a boyfriend? You will see additional Little Mermaid movies. Wait, is that a boy? I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be like gender. No, no, sorry. It's not. Is it her sister? Yeah, it's like another Ariel. Hang on. Did the did the king of the sea, did he have multiple wives? She has dark hair. I think he had multiple wives. That looks is like it, Ursula's hair. Is, what if he hooked up with Ursula? Is your mind blown? Is it King Trident? What's the king's name? Yeah, Trident. I think he hooked up with somebody else. And that's not cool. Are you blown away? Yeah, I'm Did kind of shocked. Did you think that there was only one Little Mermaid? I'm kind of shocked that Ariel comes from a broken home. It's a movie from 2000. Yeah. So with that, with your mind blown. Didn't th- she have like eight sisters, by the way? Yeah, like, that was He was bit. hooking up under the sea quite a bit. Yeah. But again, might just be one woman and had that many because they're fish, right? I understand, but there's contraceptives that you can use. Take us out. No, I'm still blown away by this. Show me that again. I had the biggest crush on Ariel growing up, by the way. Get away from my computer. (laughs) Sorry. That one's cute, too.
spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Is there chaos in your closet? Look, Blouse, you've got some nerve hanging there like that. I can't help it. I'm jammed in here next to this suit. Hey, I'm a three-piece, all right, which means I need a little more room. You've got a lot of attitude for a linen suit. I'm a polyester blend, sweetheart, and there needs to be room for men's clothes, too. Hi, I'm Christina, and in Artisan Custom Closets, we help families organize and simplify their closets with customized storage solutions. See what's possible for your home at artisancustomcloset.com and then call us for a free in-home consultation. 